It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And we do appreciate your liking, watching, sharing, subscribing, all of the things. Smashing that button. That's right. And you can find our own website that uh, Miss Catherine Frady maintains. Frankandfriendsshow.com. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. There's, um, there's so much going on lately. We've been so busy. But you, first of all, you look great. Thank you. You must have slept in a hotel last night. You look so well rested. Because <laughs> that's what you told me last night. You said, oh, no, I'm checking into a hotel. It was the night before, but yes. Oh, we still look yeah. well rested from Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. It was lovely. <laughs> Wait, has it been? Yeah. It was the night before? It was the night before. Oh, my gosh. Did I yeah. lose a whole day? You did. But yesterday was a fabulous day for me. So maybe that had to do with sleeping in the hotel the night before. Yeah? Yeah. That, that's a commercial, isn't it? There's some brand of hotel, I wish I could tell you which one it was, where um, at, when, you know, people have this great day after staying at that hotel. Oh, yeah. Well, that was me, yeah, for sure. Well, you still look good. Thank you. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's carrying over for days, just like one night in a why, hotel. That's all. Why, <laughs> why, why, why did you have to stay in a hotel? I mean, because you didn't go uh, out of town. I didn't. But, Frank, I had, it was Halloween. Yeah. And most people are being haunted by ghosts. Right. But I was being haunted by bees. <laughs> it's too, it's winter almost. Bees should be going away, right? They don't should they, be going away. Where do they, I don't know where they go. They go into my house, apparently. Oh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. So no. I You're guess, allergic to bees. You should put up a sign. I know. You should don't put up a allowed. sign. Yes. <laughs> this is a no-bee zone. Exactly. <laughs> But no, I think, I guess there was a nest that was building up in our air conditioning unit. Oh, and then you turn on the heat. Well, I don't know what it was, but Audrey, well, who you, was staying with us. Audrey from... Uh, uh, from Lily, for the Marble City Opera's production. The, the Audralia. What is that her name? <laughs> La Audra. Something. La Audra. La. I don't know how to say Something that like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, she did, uh, yeah. she's a famous singer, Audrey Babcock. Yeah. And she was staying in my home. She brought the bees. She did. No. She knew that I was allergic to bees, and she had found a bee in the kitchen. Yeah. And she was like, it was on Thursday or something, she found the bee in the kitchen. Oh, a kitchen bee. And then, on Friday night, she tells me, I don't want you to be, like, alarmed, but I've noticed that there's some bees getting in through the, the vent in your guest bedroom bathroom and so i told james and so on on saturday he went out and like he was like well i think there's a bee's nest in the air conditioning unit so he goes and sprays it which actually just made them come into the house more of course they're just get the poison exactly are they the good bees or the bad bees they're the bees that sting you <laughs> They're like the same kind that stung me a few like a month ago. So not honeybees because if it was honeybees, honey you can call former Knoxville Mayor Madeline Rojero, and she'll. What is think, she going to do with the honeybees? Well, she'll put on her her honeybee suit, oh, and yeah. she'll come over and smoke them out. Yeah, and uh, collect them and take them home with her. Yeah, I think you know Ace Edwards does that too. Really? Yeah. I thought it was weird that Madeline Rojero did it. Yeah. And now you're telling me Ace Edwards does it. Yeah. I and, I, and I secretly th- wish that I had bees. Not in the house. <laughs> no, no. My friend Frank Weathers, who is the one who helped me get started on all the figness, the fig farming. Yeah. Um, he keeps bees in the backyard. Okay. And, and he, he makes his own honey from it. Nice. So I, I, don't think, I think it's too much work for me. And I think it's too much time. But I do secretly wish that I had bees in the, you know, was a beekeeper. Well... We're saying between the two of us, we know two beekeepers. So. And you're allergic to bees, allergic. so I've decided at this moment forward, I am not going to have bees on the property. I appreciate that because that would might I, prevent you. I, prefer, I appreciate from coming that. over. Yeah, yeah. We'd have to film somewhere else. 
it's fine. I can buy honey. I mean, you, you know, it's, I can, I'll be all right. But they're actually, so James put up a saran wrap um, contraption over the vent in the, in the guest bedroom uh-huh. bathroom and to try to capture the bees. And there are literally dead bees in there now. Of course there are. And there's, I guess, Sunday night, we kept finding more, though. So Sunday morning, I get up to take out, take out my dog, and there's a bee that comes out of where... Of like, your dog? No, of oh. like where like her leash and stuff uh-huh. is. Oh, they're just everywhere. They're everywhere. And then there was one upstairs in our, in our curtains, and then there was oh another goodness. one above me when I was typing and trying to do some work, and at that point I was just like, I can't do it anymore. So, but you, you last night did not stay in the hotel. That was... Just to be clear. You went back home. I was home last night. And you were okay bee-wise. Well, we had somebody come out and uh, spray the bees oh, yesterday the, the morning. The anti-bee. Yeah. Anti-bee people. Yep. Oh. So... Cost us some, cost us some cash, but apparently it lasts us for a full thirty days. There's like a warranty on it, you know. Okay. No, there's a warranty. <laughs> so for two all days right. we might see some dead bees around, which you, we definitely are. Yeah, yeah. And if we see any, are they more, thick enough that you just have to sweep them with a push broom? I'm, it's not like the cicadas. It's not like they're just there's everywhere, right? It, it's pretty. Pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Oh. I'll send you a picture. Okay. There's a bee massacre going on at my house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, uh well, I'm yeah. I'm sorry for your bee yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you ended up looking great, but all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it allowed me to have a vacation. What can yeah. I say? Yeah. Well, I can't believe that I I lost track of a day. I thought did did we text each other last night? Yes. But not until like 11:30 or something. Okay. And yeah. when was I text and when was and the B conversation was a full 24 hours before that. A full 24 that. hours before. Yeah. Oh what did you God. do yesterday? Uh, I made 7 and a half hours of television. Oh, cuz you're being Mr. TV this yes. this month, yeah. Um I made I made so much television. It's like my dream come true, but I I'm at very close to burning myself out. Very close. That's not good. Um, I should probably take a lozenge. <laughs> I need to get more lozenges. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, yesterday, which was a taping day for East Tennessee PBS Scholars Bowl, and it was the heaviest taping day of the year. And the funny thing is, when I started on the show, we would often have six show days. That was normal. Will you? Pardon me. We would do three, take a lunch break, and do three more, and that was the normal routine. But at the COVID year, they cut back on the number of uh, shows per day so that we have more time to clean the studio. Right. Keep the, you don't want all those students milling about. Right. You want fewer people. So we ex- they made more days, but fewer shows per day. Right. Well, the way it all worked out is yesterday was going to be a five-show day, which um, turned out to be a lot. Of course. <laughs> we did three and then had a lunch break and then did two more. And I'm thinking, I'm kind of trying to keep an eye on the clock because... Oh, as soon as we're done there, I have another two shows to do down at UT. The uh, the interview shows. That, so it was a seven show day. Yeah, I did five. Yeah, so seven, so seven half hours of television, five of which were Scholars Ball. Wow. Two of which were the up close show for PBS. Yeah. And I came home for the the brief slice of time in between because I had to type up the. Notes for the teleprompter to send down to the oh, studio. Oh, for the interview questions. For the interview questions. And I, I don't really need them. I mean, the secret is, I don't really need them. I mean, I'm writing my own teleprompter notes. But there's a class that's learning how to uh, produce TV shows, and they have someone assigned to the teleprompter. So part of my job as the host is make sure I give them something to put in the teleprompter. 
and so it that turn- they can learn how to use it. And it turns out it yeah. was helpful Good. because it was my bullet point notes and they were scrolling through and I looked over and it actually did say, see myself think, oh yeah, I got to make sure I bring that up. Yeah. Well, so good. I did I interviewed um, country singer Logan Merle. Yeah, I saw the picture. Isn't she adorable? Yeah, she is really cute. And um, she broke the news that uh, she's expecting a little baby Aww, with her husband. That's so exciting. Which is lovely. And um, and, we, and we talked about her whole career. She's like in her mid-20s, and I've known her since she was 13, you know. Um, and she's been, the first time I saw her on stage, she was only 10. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Singing with the Knoxville Symphony Orchestra. That's amazing. Doing, you know, like a, whatever. They brought her out to do country songs while nice. they did the, the accompaniment. Nice. And um, and she was great. Uh, I also went, Jerry and I went to see her perform with her 70s cover band called The Get Up. The Get Up and Get Down? Yeah. You get down with The Get Up or whatever you do. The, <laughs> the name of the band is The Get Up. And um, it was right after we went to see the opera with you. Yeah. So you had two so, very different musical experiences And, that and night. when we got there, Logan was shocked to see us. She says, I can't believe you guys made it. I said, neither can we. But... <laughs> It's 9.30 at night, and we went to an opera that ended at 8, at 8.45, so we're still up, and here we are, and here's the Halloween bash, absolutely jam-packed. Um, in fact, my wife thought it was seemed odd that some, at one point in the middle of the set, my phone lights up, and it's Logan texting me from the stage, just with the words, packed. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. And my wife's like, wait, how is this happening? <laughs> how is she texting? She's right there. How is she texting you? But she has her phone mounted on the mic stand with the lyrics. Oh, nice. Yeah, and nice. they all do. That's so nice. that's pretty cool. So do so, they use that kind of a teleprompter thing on their phones then with the lyrics? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of neat. However, I don't know yeah. if, whether they use like uh, the four score like Jerry uses for Choral Society. Right, right. Or whatever the app is, or if it's just a document. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was funny that I'm getting texts from the lead singer while she's on stage. Singing. Yeah. And she was belting out like Whitney Houston songs and Tina Turner nice. songs. Nice. And ABBA songs. Nice. And Cher songs. That's amazing. And it's completely out of character for her, but uh, because she does her vocal exercises, she's really enjoying it. That's and awesome. And is able to open up, the, kind of like take the throttle off and, and, and go. And let go, yeah. Yeah, so That's she's, awesome. she's loving it. Very so, cool. So uh, I interviewed her last night, and then Dr. Jerry Punch was the other one. And that show, believe me, people are, that's one that people are going to be talking about because he takes us through, I mean, just the, the things he's experienced on the NASCAR racetrack with, there's a guy early in his career who died um, of a heart attack while he's trying oh to goodness. save him. Then he, has, he saves the life of Rusty Wallace. Wow. Who's in, after a crash. Uh, wow. His encounters with Dale Earnhardt. I mean, I don't, I'm not even a racing fan, and I was so captivated well, by yeah, these stories. Well, yeah, that's I, amazing. I, I loved it. That's amazing. So whenever that's on the air, we'll have to make sure we let you know. Yeah. But Hopefully that, it won't be at midnight. But. It will. It'll be, it'll be on a Tuesday night at midnight. That's when they show it. Okay. Well, well at the end hopefully of, they'll get it online. I made it into the program guide um, for November. They're going to show the interview with uh, Donnie Stedman of The Body Farm on That's the exciting. last Tuesday at night in November at midnight. That's exciting. It's really Wednesday morning, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'll have to stay up. Yeah. So the other thing I'm doing with Mr. TV was got me, um, I guess, technically national exposure. Because I probably should have let off with this. Um, do you yes. watch the HBO? Do you have HBO? I have HBO. Do you ever watch the, I don't know the name of John Oliver's show, but it's like last night, this week, or tonight's news yesterday, okay. or this week, last night, something like that. Okay. It's, it, everyone's making fun of me now because they would all know the name of the show, but no one calls it that. Everyone just calls it John Oliver. Okay. So as you know, 
During October, I've also been doing some fill-in work on Channel 6, WATE, the show Living East Tennessee. Yeah. They're, uh, by the time this podcast publishes, they'll probably have announced their new host for the show, their permanent host. Because she's starting this week, Monday, right? November 8th. Okay, So whatever week. day this comes yeah. out. Yeah, Monday, November 8th is when Tala Shatara takes over as the host. Right. So actually, as soon as we're done here, i got to slap on TV clothes and head over Go there. Go back over there. I'm more live some, television. Do some fill-in work. Um, on the what would be November two, four, five. I'm on. Um, anyway, on fr- on the Friday show, the show before Halloween, we were all talking. Tala was there, and Justin Young, who was going to be the guest, the other co-host, David Dixon, the producer. We're all talking about the Halloween show and what's coming in. We're going to have Murphy's mixers. We're going to have dogs in costumes. We're going to have this, that, and the other thing. And somebody said, "Oh, you should wear a costume." And I said, "No." I uh, have planned out my outfit. I'm going to wear an orange shirt and a black tie. I'm going to do Halloween colors. Also, but that's, yeah, Tennessee colors, too. Yeah, but it was yeah, bye weekend, nice. so no one cared. So I had to waste a good orange shirt on a Friday for no reason. <sighs> on a bye weekend. Well, anyway. <laughs> so I, I, I said, that's what I'm going to wear. And then Justin Young said, that's fine. And he wore a complimentary outfit. He wore a black shirt and an orange jacket. Nice. And when you saw the two of us together, it, it looked obviously looked like we'd coordinated it because we had. <laughs> but Justin also is pretty clever. He's the former producer of that show. So right before he, he comes down to the studio and he's got this snowman costume, this abominable snowman costume. Nice. And he says, I'm going to put this on just for the first segment and we'll do a joke about, you know, how nice. we, didn't, we didn't coordinate. <laughs> even though, <laughs> even though you we did. had coordinated. Yeah. I said, I thought, it was, I thought it was funny. So he puts on the abominable snowman suit. I'm there in the other outfit. The show starts. And he says, uh, hi, I'm Justin Young with Frank Murphy. And obviously, we didn't talk about <laughs> whether or not we were wearing costumes on this show. You know, kind of one of the end of... And he delivered the joke perfectly. It was funny. And then I went on to say, yeah, I'm lucky for you. I'm dressed as Yukon Cornelius after nice. a shave and a haircut. And then he's messing around with the costume a little bit. And I said, you know, if you pull down the, eye, the big googly eyes, you look like Cookie Monster who fell in a vat of bleach. Oh. <laughs> you know, we're just goofing. Yeah. And the, and the, everyone's a very light atmosphere. Everything's yeah. fine. That was before the station went off the air. So everything was, <laughs> there was a power surge. And, <laughs> Friday and we, was and we a weird lost, day. We lost the last half of the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But we, this part made it on. Okay. The joke is delivered. Show's over. Uh, I tell him I'll be back. Uh, next week, blah, 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 plan, plan, plan. Um, the weekend obviously was busy. Friday night, I told you, we went to Marble City Opera. Yeah. We went to see the Get Up. Yeah. Saturday, all day Saturday, I'm editing the Gatlinburg Brewing Company right. video, that which turned out pretty well. Yeah. Did you see it? I did, yeah. I liked it. Uh, thanks to you. You did a good job. Thanks. Um, I like all that stuff you were goofing with, with the B-roll. Oh, with the, the beer Holding cans. The beer. You notice how well yeah. it timed out, though, to the, the conversation? It did. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. It looked yeah. like we were actually watching it while we were talking, yeah. but we weren't. <laughs> we were just remembering, and the, and the pacing was right on. Yeah. Well, anyway, so it, that was Saturday. Sunday was work, 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 because it was Halloween, but also it was get ready for Scholars Bowl. I felt like I was editing Scholars Bowl questions all day, and uh, then right, and all these other things. Um, and I didn't, like I said, I lost a day. I forgot. I know. That I hadn't talked to you. Um, Sunday night, maybe part of it was, after I talked to you on, or texted you on Sunday, and you're going off to the hotel because of the bees, 11-something at night, I start getting texts from syndicated disc jockey Tom Kent in Cleveland, Ohio. Did you ever hear okay. his show on the weekends? No. Uh, it's good. Is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Kent's party 
bus machine something. It's Saturday, they run it on Saturday nights. Um, it's a good show. And he was one a mentor of mine at WAVA. I was an intern, and he was the big boss jock, and he gave me several breaks to get me, uh, that led to me being in radio for the rest of my life. Nice. Um, and he's a wonderful guy, so he texts me, I just saw you on John Oliver, and I, I'm in bed, I've got like Scholar's Bowl questions over here, and I'm, I've got the, our, the, what do you call it, some video that you and I did over here, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm also trying to fall asleep. Um, I'm like, how can I be on John Oliver? That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, how is this possible? Ha ha. And doesn't reply. Okay. Like, what did I do that would have gotten me on John Oliver? Am I, this is it. Did I tweet something? Am I now canceled? So it, they showed this clip. Well, that's what ended up happening. And then a, ne- a few minutes later, I get a text from Los Angeles, 323 area code. And it says, so this just happened. And this mystery texter in LA has made a video of her television and sent it along. And so this just happened with a little heart emoji. Yeah. And I'm like, I think this is great, but I, I mean, it's weird. They took the bit of Justin Young and me saying, well, I guess we didn't talk about who's going to wear Halloween costumes. And that was the setup joke. It was a perfectly executed joke by Justin. And it turned out to be the setup for this montage of other unfortunate news anchors from all over the country wearing these horrible oh, Halloween funny. costumes. You know, we came off looking like good compared to all these other goons. That's great. Because you know, we're doing a lifestyle talk show. Right. And, and we also put, put in the contrast of, you know, you don't have to wear Halloween costumes just because you're on TV and it's, it's two right. days before Halloween. Right. Um, so she sends me this clip and I'm like, I hate to admit, I'm embarrassed to admit that I, uh, I don't have uh, your number in my contacts. So she sends me her number. I'm like, well, I, I said, actually, I can see your number. Number, I don't, yeah. It's your name that, that is missing. Right. So then she just writes back, Anne Litt. And I'm, I'm like, oh, no, how could I not have Ann Litt's number? Ann Litt is a DJ on, w, on KCRW oh, in nice. Los Angeles. And she and I worked together briefly at a failed um, alternative station called nice. Y107. But she and I hit it off. We became fast friends even during the, the, just the interview process. They weren't going to hire her, but she and I had this spark because it turns out that at the time we both liked the same football team, which now you're not allowed to say the name of. Ah. Uh. But we knew the theme song, and during her job interview, she and I are singing the, the fight song together, and she ended up getting the job. Nice. So I wrote back to her, oh, it's my favorite Blanks fan. And then she wrote back, no, you mean Washington football team. I'm like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. I've offended someone. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to have to call her today or tomorrow and catch up with her because yeah. it turns out I did have a number for her in my phone, it's but it's not the, the same. One. Yeah, she must have gotten a new number. Yeah. So I'll have to explain all that. Yeah. But I was on the John Oliver show, and then That's the rest. Cool. And then the rest of the day, I'm getting. I have to show you some of these texts because um, it was unexpected uh, to all of these things. Like here's one from uh, Todd Covert, who used to be on, um, used to be in Einstein Simplified. That's awesome. And you might have seen him. He was here at the birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> you are on John Oliver. <laughs> As, yep. a, a, and then uh, the guys from Einstein Simplified are like, um, apparently Greg Huff from Einstein Simplified, some of his, his cable TV commercials made it onto John Oliver last nice. week, last week tonight. And now Frank is part of now this, the annual local news and Halloween collide segment. So, you know, this Paul Simmons is sending the time codes, you know, uh, skip ahead to 554 to 603. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. 
Uh, I mean, you know, Tom Kent is the, you know, na- he says, I've been nationally lampooned. That's fantastic. You know, oh, I'm a hot mess is what it is. That's good. But it was, um, it was, a, I guess it's a thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it's, it's pretty exciting. <sighs> but I think we should mention Steve's tree service. I should have done it before I started that John Oliver story is what I should have done. But let's get it in now. Steve and Renee will come and they will cut your trees. And I, the reason I'm thinking about them a lot is because it's the one-year anniversary of them coming here to um, cut down the trees out there behind the pool. Mm-hmm. There used to be these horrible um, pine trees yeah. that leaned over and, and shaded the pool, but they're gone now, and they took out a bunch of stuff on this other area. Uh, and it was October 30th and 31st a year ago. Nice. And now I'm just so happy. I mean, I, I can't imagine why I waited so long to get it done. Uh, but they'll serve you all over the East Tennessee area, and whether it's dead or dangerous trees or just need trees trimmed, and they don't need the big old bucket thing. That's what makes them unique, is they don't have to come in, like you, see, you know the guys with the big trucks and the buckets oh, and the drive, yeah. they destroy yeah. your lawn. Oh, they don't need those. No, they hire it's tree great. climbers. like um, The lumberjacks. Lumberjacks. They hire guys and girls, I guess, who will climb up the tree and saw it off in segments, and they tie off each segment and bring it down safely. Right, so you know, not only is it like really useful, but it's also enjoyable to watch. Yeah. You know what I should ask uh, Steve about is I read an article today that Zoo Knoxville needs trees to feed to the elephants. So they could donate the trees they cut down and give yeah. them to the elephants. As long as you time it, you're supposed to tell the zoo, you know, call the zoo before you cut the tree. I see. And and then make sure it's fresh when they get it to the elephants. That would be a cool thing to do. Like Bradford pears are terrible, terrible trees, and elephants will eat them. That's fantastic. So I think we should cut down all the Bradford pears in East Tennessee. And donate them to the zoo for anyway, the elephants. So Steve will work on that. But meanwhile, um, you can get in touch with Steve and Renee at Steve's Tree Service by calling 865-257-6214. And um, get the uh, get an estimate. You know, they'll give you a fair price. Um, they're 100% guaranteed, insured with liability, workers' comp, all the things that you would need. They get great five-star reviews fantastic. on the online places, Facebook and everywhere else. So, uh, Steve's Tree Service, and we appreciate them supporting us here on the Frank and Friends Show. That's us. <laughs> oh, Frank, I want to hear about some of the trick-or-treating stuff that you were up to on Sunday, though, because it sounded like you were you were calling neighbors foxes. and. Well, this is, I mean, she is a fox, or was a fox. Well, how do I say this? How do I say this? Nicely? I think, I think she might watch to say she, she is a fox. There's a lady across the street, a young, young mom, and they're lovely children, and a nice family. In fact, they, we have traded um, cuttings. Okay. I gave them a fig cutting. They gave me some crepe myrtle and a, and a jalapeno. Nice. You know, they're very friendly neighbors, and they're an attractive family. They, you know, they're like the picture postcard family. Nice. And um, a few weeks back, they were, they, kids had set up a, like, look like a lemonade stand in the front yard, but they were selling things that they had made. Oh, okay. Paper airplanes and painted rocks. Nice. And all these things. And I went over and I bought a painted rock from the kids. And then the secret surprise was I got a bonus of a school coupon book. That is a cool I know. secret surprise. I know. So my yeah. neighbor Greg and I went and bought painted rocks and they, and they said, well, here, you get a school coupon book. The whole thing was really just a... Sell coupon books. But... Well, they were giving away the coupon books. I guess the parents had already paid for them. Oh, nice. And all we had to do was pay for the rock. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> and then the kids tried to give us the money back from the rock. I'm like, no. <laughs> you I'm keeping get the rock. to earn that. <laughs> so anyway, I really like this family across the street. They're just sweet. And I didn't even recognize the kids when they came, because they're all in costume. The kids, sure. the kids show up, 
and I'm trying to figure out their costumes. To me, they look like mice. Okay. Um, and the mo- and the mom is also with face paint and ears, and she's in the lawn. She's out on the front lawn though, waiting for the kids. And I didn't recognize who it was until she talked. Okay. You know, That's how good the face paint was. Yeah, and the, and yeah. I'm trying to figure out the kids are mice, and she's explaining, no, no, actually that one's a sugar glider. Okay. Which is a, another nocturnal animal. Okay. I, all three of them were dressed as nocturnal animals. I see. I see. Right? There was a thing. I think it was a bat, a sugar glider, and then uh, uh, and the but I didn't catch on yet because I still think the mom's a mouse. And then she turns around, and she has a big red and white tail, bushy tail uh-huh. coming off her her back. And I said, oh, you're a fox. <laughs> and my wife just. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the problem, the problem with that sentence is that she's a very attractive woman. <laughs> I didn't think about what I was saying. That's great. Now, it's possible that she and her husband thought this is funny because she's an attractive woman. Let's dress her up as a fox. That's kind of funny. Right. But she wasn't. You know, sexy fox like you'd see at a bar. Yeah, she was just being a fox. Yeah, she was, you know, had on like... A nocturnal animal. Right. She had on the theme. Like winter clothes to walk around out in the in the cool, brisk air. Yeah. With the, with the ears and the face paint and, you know, trying to look like an animal, not look like a... Right. And the tail. Know, yeah. sexy maid or whatever it is. That's amazing. I know. I just... But I mean... But I love so, the theme. So anyway, I just went, I, I know that's what I meant when I said, if neighbor, I'm talking to you, neighbor across the street. Um, <laughs> when I said you were a fox, I meant it like, oh, you're dressed as a nocturnal animal, also known as a, I, I should have said vixen. <laughs> that's what I should have said. But, oh, you're a vixen because that's a female fox. Yep. That's I don't know I if that would have said. worked any better. Is that but, worse? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if that would have helped, but... Yeah, it was a nice try. I love how they all have themes, though. Like, all these families dress up in, in costumes. My my brother, my older brother, he has three children, and they went as a Jurassic Park theme. And they have a, a red Jeep, and they actually put the Jurassic Park sticker on the red Jeep. It's great. It's great. Yeah, he photoshopped some photos of them, which is really funny, with the, the boys chasing after the Jeep with, like, a big blown-up dinosaur in the back of it. And the youngest is dressed as a dinosaur. Oh, nice. Driving the Jeep, getting it. <laughs> now, my daughter has done theme costumes yes. with uh, the Rocket Brothers in the past. Yeah. Uh, this year, though, they were all dressed differently. One of them was a Power Ranger. Okay. Uh, like Timmy. And Charlie was a uh, some kind of dinosaur, one of those like dinosaur like onesies with the tail yeah. and the, and the ma- yeah. like your face comes out of the yeah. mouth. And Artie, of course, wants to be. Remember last year he was Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. And did I see, show you the picture when uh, Megan couldn't find a Phantom of the Opera mask, so she just made one. I know it was really nice too. And she, like a Hollywood uh, makeup person, she had Artie just lay there and read one day while they molded the mask to the side of his face and he had to lay there while it dried on his face. So it fit per- when he put it back on for Halloween, it was a perfect fit because it was so cool. a mold of his actual face. Well, this year he wanted to be Voldemort. Oh, my. So the issue was um, they have a cape. Uh, I guess he had a bald wig or whatever they had. They you know, had all these other things. And um, I think I have a picture of Voldemort here. Uh, <laughs> but the I, one who cannot be named. Yes. Yes. But what was um, kind of shocking about the whole thing was um, that Voldemort wanted, I mean, Artie, wanted an authentic wand of some kind. Well, yeah. 
So if you're going to be Voldemort, you have to be able to do the magic. So in the conversation I have with with Megan, it's like, well, what are we going to do uh, for old old Voldemort? And these are some neighbor kids also. So, but look, take a look at that at that wand. That is a legitimate wand. I know it's amazing. So I said, I wrote to Megan. I said, where'd you find the wand? And she says, oh, her husband Brian made it with the bemel or something. Well, is that a thing? Is a bemel a thing? I don't know. I think that's what she said. I think it's a, uh, a woodworking tool. That's so cool. Yeah, the fact that she's got that kind of talent. <laughs> they just like, that he's got that kind of talent. Well, the two of them, they just go all out. That's yeah. great. That's fantastic. So that's what, yeah. A Dremel. Oh, that's that a makes Dremel, sense. Yeah. Not a Bemel. Yeah. yeah um, Artie's wand with the Dremel. That's impressive. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So Artie Rocket was uh, Voldemort. And I hope I'm not allowed. I mean, I hope I'm allowed to say that. You've said it so many times now, we're probably in a lot of trouble. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be more trouble than haunted by bees. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we'll wrap the show. Thanks for another fun adventure. You can find us online through our fabulous website. Frankandfriendshow.com. And uh, smash that subscribe button on YouTube. And also, uh, you can find the audio podcast on several podcasting apps. And I keep saying that I'm going to check them all, but I've been literally too busy. But I did get us added to one new podcasting app. Oh, great. Which one is it? Facebook. (laughs) Facebook sent me an email saying they now uh, offer podcasting podcasts. So all I had to do was submit the RSS feed. And now every time the audio posts, Facebook generates... It's actually a video of the logo, just with a, with a spinning... I saw that. Yeah, Facebook makes yeah. those. It's really just... A, so Facebook doesn't want you to leave Facebook for any reason, ever. So no. now uh, you can follow your favorite podcast on Facebook, assuming that your favorite podcaster has submitted the RSS feed, like I did, That's to the, cool. the, the Facebook. That's pretty great. So there you go. So you can listen to us or watch us on Facebook. How about it? That's good. Yeah, well, you can watch us on YouTube or listen to us on Facebook or Apple or... Spotify, or iHeart, or the other ones. All the things. So thanks so much. All right, Catherine, I think we made it without having to change the battery again. That's so good. that's, uh, I just, you know me now, I want to run it all the way down so I can throw these batteries out. Well, I could tell you about my car breaking down. Oh, that's a good Even though story. we've already wrapped this. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for the next episode of the next Frank and Friends show. Tune in again. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>